welcome back to Sneak Beats Gamecast. For this episode, it will be a little different. It's episode three, but this episode we will do- be doing a book instead of games. With a relatively short episode, I w- will be reviewing Five Nights at Freddy's: The Silver Eyes. Spoilers, maybe I've heard. Now, The Silver Eyes is a Five Nights at Freddy's book. Written by Scott Cawthon and Kira Breed Risley, and if you go on Spotify, the audiobook is ri- um, read by Suzanne Freeman. Uh, Suzanne Elise Freeman, I think. Uh, the cover design is Rick DeMonaco, cover art is 2016 Scott Cawthon. Um, Scholastic AFK book, I think. No, not, not AFK. Um, it is a book based on the. From the creator of the best-selling horror video game series, Five Nights at Freddy's. Ten years after the horrific murders at Freddy Fazbear's Pizza that ripped their town apart, Charlie, whose father owned the restaurant, and her childhood friends reunite on the anniversary of the tragedy and find themselves at the old pizza place, which has been locked up and abandoned for years. After they discover a way inside, they realise that things, one sec, sorry, um, things are not as they used to be. These four adult-sized animatronic mascots that have once entertained patrons have changed, and that they now have a dark secret and a murderous agenda. That is the blurb of the book that I just read. It is a amazing book from what I've read. I've read the graphic novel. I know what's going on. Um, let's move on to the characters of this book. Okay, characters. Um, I'm going to start with Charlie, I guess. Charlie is the main protagonist of this book. There are many protagonists, just warning. Charlie is... Uh, one sec, yeah. Charlie is um, not male, it's female, actually. It's meant, meant to be Charlotte. She is a daughter of Henry... Not Henry Stein, that's Bendy, huh? Um, Henry... I can't remember his surname. Henry, uh, Henry something... Henry, who is the owner of the FNAF restaurant, as in Freddy Fazbear's Pizza, Freddy, uh, I think that's it, um, Fred Bear's Family Diner as well. Um, she's the daughter of him, so she got special access to the pizzeria and spent a lot of time there by the, according to the book, so, and let's move on to our next character, John. John is the second protagonist of the Five Nights at Freddy's Silver Eyes book. Um, he is he, he has got brown hair. Uh, he is described to be as a ch- six-year-old. He was described to be um muddy before uh before uh covered in paint before they got the watercolors out. Um dirty before they went even went outside and things like that where and quite scruffy but now when he's older he is nowhere near as much he also declared himself as an author when he was six because he could read and write and he wrote his wrote his first book when he was six or something and he was always demanding reviews for it (laughs) it sounded quite quite a funny character um Let's go to Carlton. Carlton um, is ginger-haired. Um, at the start, he wore a black workout shirt, even if he looked like he'd never worked out a day in his life. Uh, um, 
he's quite funny. He's one of my favourites, I guess. Um. Well, yeah, he's just Carlton. There's not much to say about him. You must read the books to know about him. Uh. Well, he's descriptive to be funny. He's the son of Officer Clay Burke, who is the police officer. And yeah, there's not much to say about him. Uh, Jessica, she used to be like. She used to talk to Bonnie when she was six. Um, uh, he used to talk to Bonnie because he was understanding, apparently. There were one-sided conversations. Um, sorry, I'm just erming um, a lot. I'm tired. But, um, uh, then she grew up to be like into fashion and stuff, but she actually wants to be like an archaeologist or something like that. Let's move on to... Lamar, I'm not going to go into uh, Lamar, yeah there's not much about him, it doesn't tell you too much uh, Marla Marla is um, the one of the later ones in the book, not very late, like chapter 3 maybe I think um, she talks quite a lot in the book she's fast talking and generally m m sometimes acting like a leader um She's probably one of my favourites, maybe, I'm not sure. And let's move on to Jason, who is Marla's 11-year-old son. Uh, no, not son, brother. Um, he is 11 and he likes video games and stuff, a bit like me. Um, uh, he is generally... He wasn't old enough to remember Freddy Fazbear's, so he just w walks around in the pizzeria. He does play a key role of discovering a few drawings on the feature place that move somehow. Um, let's move on to our antagonists. Let's start with Freddy Fazbear himself. Well, Freddy Fazbear is the bear animatronic in the Five Nights at Freddy series. If you played the first game, you already know what he looks like. Just in case you haven't, then I don't think you'd be reading this book, really. Um, he is a brown bear animatronic with a top hat, black bow tie, and a microphone. He's pretty cartoony, I guess, in the graphic novel, but I'm reviewing the novel, not the graphic novel. Then Chica, she's the bird with the beak animatronic, with the bib that says, let's eat. She's always holding her pink cupcake, except for in the video game, which most people have noticed. She just doesn't have it in her hand once she leaves the show stage. Bonnie is my personal favourite animatronic. Um, he's the bunny animatronic. Is um, he looks like Theodore, which is one of Charlie's like toys from when she was younger. Um, Chica's creepy. Bonnie's cool. Uh, Freddy's cool. Um, Foxy. Spoiler alert! Don't like spoilers. Skip ahead. He's actually the silver-eyed animatronic. Um, that Charlie often refers to in the book. Uh, the one, the one who sat in the corner of the workshop and Charlie asks, does it hurt a lot in the graphic novel? It says, does it hurt a lot in the graphic novel, but in the actual book it's more clear, so. Um, it's actually, he's actually Foxy, turns out. So, Foxy is the Fire at Fox animatronic who's out of order, remember this. Um... In the game, he is very difficult. He's annoying. Um, not in the book, obviously, but he is the. He has uh, holes in his chest, revealing his endoskeleton, which is the skeleton bit inside of him. 
and has a hook for a hand and foxes an eye patch as well which is kind of cool William Afton slash Springtrap. William Afton is a security guard, um, is one of the co-owners of F- Fredbear's Family Diner. One sec. Um, yeah, Fredbear's Family Diner. He is one of my personal favourite animatronic, well, characters, as Spr- when he's Springtrap or Spring Bonnie. Spring Bonnie is the old Bonnie, basically. There was a Fredbear who, um, in his suit, there were, uh, Henry used to dress up, act as him, I guess, and um, William Afton used to act as, um, a Spring Bonnie in Spring Lock suits, I think they were. You'll learn more about this in a FNAF 5 thing, but, and FNAF 3, I guess. William Afton is actually the murderer, I guess. You'll have to go deeper into the lore because I'm not going to. Um, yeah, there are a lot of characters in this book, sure. Um, there are a few, definitely a few I'm leaving out. Definitely a few I'm leaving out. Um, yeah. That's the character section, I guess. Now, my personal verdict on this book. I love this book. My friend from my old school you actually told me I should read it because they liked FNAF. Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a Five Nights at Freddy's book. There is a two other books in the series that I'm going to read eventually. Um... I haven't put too many spoilers spoilers, because there are a lot of, there is, it's a very good book. My verdict is 9 out of 10, considering as it's not actually canon to the story, a lot of it. So that canon basically means, like, it's not in the actual lore to it, a lot of it isn't. So that's really weird why they actually made a book that doesn't make sense. I mean, it's a good book, it's a great book, I recommend it, if you like FNAF, or just generally any games like FNAF, Bendy, Undersell, Hello Neighbor, those kind of games. Really, I love this book, I've been reading it for ever since Christmas, so, well, since Christmas Eve, yeah, ever since, no, not Christmas Eve, the day after Boxing Day, I guess, because I, yeah. Um, thank you for listening to the third episode of this podcast, and I hope to see you, well, see you next episode, which will be probably tomorrow, I guess, from the time I'm recording this, by the way. Uh, goodbye. See ya.